Hello and welcome everyone to the Beacon of Light podcast this evening. We are so excited to have you here as special guests. And so thank you all for popping in. Tonight we have Miss Sandra Coos, and we are really excited to have her discuss with us about healing. And so before we start talking to her, we're going to jump into this. I'm April Tribe Juke. Welcome to the Beacon of Light podcast. I believe we are all made with light, and light is hope. This podcast brings authors who write stories of hope to all of you. Your journey to be inspired and amplified by these stories starts now. Hello and welcome. We are so excited to have you here this evening. Again, we are with Miss Sandra Coos. And Sandra, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you felt that the Beacon of Light podcast would be an important one for you to share your story. All right. Hi, my name is Sandra. I'm currently residing in Newfoundland and I'm an intuitive trauma release coach, certified traumatic incident reduction facilitator and published author. But above all that, I am a former trauma survivor. I was molested when I was 12 years old. I was sexually harassed at the age of 14. I was bullied in school between the age of 16 to 17. I was sexually assaulted between the age of 19 and 25. I was raped at 22. And when I went to a psychologist after I was raped, I was dismissed after my first session with the words, I believe you already worked through it all. What am I supposed to do? Now, after this session, I had hit rock bottom. And the good thing about rock bottom is that the only way is up. But you have to choose to go up. And I chose. And I climbed out of that dark hole. I found my own way of healing. I've completely healed from my trauma. And I believe that... In this podcast, I can share with you that there is hope for healing because it's such a beautiful journey, a journey you don't have to go alone. And once you get to the other side, it's amazing because you don't know how much trauma is really stopping you from truly living until you free yourself from it. Yes, that is beautifully said. The freedom within the journey comes moment by moment. Um, I know that uh, I say line upon line. There, there are pieces of the stepping of, of, of anything really within life. You, before you walk, you need to crawl. Before you crawl, you need to learn how to sit and balance. And so there's always steps with it. And I'm really happy that you found a way because there are many ways. I think if anything could be emphasized this evening, there's not one way. But there is one responsibility. The actions and things that happen in your life are not necessarily the situation, the circumstances, the blame. That's not it. It's another person's choice when things happen. But it is our responsibility to then move forward and to heal because we have generations behind us, in front of us, the future of things that Really, the decision, like you said, when you're at the bottom to crawl up and out, that's solely on us. Mm -hmm. So, Sandra, what do you um, tell people that come to you with trauma 
and how do you how do you help them release well people who come to me for trauma healing usually had a tower moment when everything came rushing back which means they have been successfully suppressed their trauma for most of their life and then something happens that completely triggers everything and that's usually when they find me so the first thing i always tell them trauma is not a life sentence you have the power within you to heal but you have to want it you have to be stronger than your trauma and in the beginning this can be extremely intimidating so I tell, I ask them to allow me to be the hope between trauma and the freedom that I guide them over that bridge to the freedom. Wow, beautifully said. And as a guide, um, are there times, because you mentioned a bridge, are there times as the guide that you have to stop in the middle of the bridge and people are saying, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they might freeze or something. So mm -hmm. explain what happens when a time like that crossed the bridge and they stop. What do you do to give supports with that? Well, to be stuck on the bridge first, for the most part, they're being severely triggered. And when you're being triggered, it means that an emotion is coming to the surface as if it's just happening in this moment. And that's terrifying. That's painful. So I walk them through that trigger and help them to release it. And then when they can breathe easily, the trigger is being released and they feel better, they can continue on their journey. And I always remind them it's a choice. But do they choose trauma or do they choose freedom? A lot of my clients don't are worried. They always ask me, who am I without my trauma? Because they're so used to trauma. They built their whole life around their trauma. And I always tell them, <laughs> I don't know, but that's the beauty of it. That's the surprise. Because who you really are is buried underneath all the trauma. And as we release layer by layer by layer, who you really are is coming to the surface, is coming out and pushing the rest of the trauma away. And it's beautiful. You feel so happy and like you can conquer the world. You're free, you're limitless. And trauma can't give you that. Yeah, there, there is a, a real entrapment with trauma. And as it happens, as as we make the choices to trust that freedom will really be there, it becomes, I mean, <laughs> that shoulder angel who will say, right, the one voice that says mm -mm, everything's negative and you'll be too afraid and are you sure and you can't and all of that swirl. And then you have the other one, which seems even smaller, quieter, that says, You'll never know unless you try. Mm -hmm. And to trust in that when the other is so loud or so, I will say, common or familiar even because it's just been pounding there. And with the power of trauma behind it to fuel it, 
yeah, it's pretty loud voice or familiar or just continuous um, for the other to finally get a pop in to say, just try this. It, it, you have to be very trusting in the choice, trusting with you, trusting in a process that they've never experienced before. And that it takes, it takes a lot, probably for, for many probably for many, just everything that they have. And yet, as you're bringing them through and releasing, you know, the worry, the emotion of things, where do they find more strength? As they go on their healing journey with me, they find their strength within them. They realize the strength has always been there. Because when we deal with trauma, we think we're weak. Mm -mm. What happened to us is inexcusable. It's horrific. And still, we're still here. That is powerful. That is strength. And holding on to it for so long, that takes a lot of strength and determination to keep it suppressed. So I keep telling them it's so much easier to just let it go and be done with it much less energy and you don't ever have to worry that it's coming back. And that's something really, they have to trust in that. And it's really comforting as well. Mm -hmm. And in the, in the blog that you wrote, you said that living with trauma is not living at all. It's just existing. So share with us a little bit about that. Well, when you're living with trauma, you are creating your life around the trauma which means you avoid the things that trigger you. You avoid the places that trigger you. You, you avoid the people that trigger you. You avoid the music or the food, the smells, whichever it is that triggers a memory, you avoid that. And that works for some time, but then all of a sudden you get triggered in a different place. So you avoid going there. Then another person triggers you and you avoid that person. And before you know it, the things you are able to do, this, your circle becomes smaller and smaller and smaller because you're constantly being triggered. So when you're living with trauma, first of all, that's not life. You're constricting yourself so much more and more. It's like, yeah, it's just like a noose around your neck that gets smaller and smaller and you can't breathe. And this is how trauma is in control of you. And that's not living. That's existing. Barely. Right. And realizing that, when do people come to their rock bottom so that they know, whoa, I'm really stuck? How do they find their bottom? Well, it usually happens with, I call it a tower moment. And they just realize something has to change. Something's got to give. Life can't go on like this. That's rock bottom. When they realize they're so far down and they can't get up, they're exhausted and it just say life can't go on like something has to change. Yeah. And in that change, when they reach out to you, the, there's so many interesting things that, that can happen because the suppression of your true self, as they start to discover it, there is something really interesting. Have you, um, have you had anyone 
as you're leading them through this journey of healing and finding themselves, have they ever shared with something that completely surprised you about them? Yes, but honestly, <laughs> on the spot, I can't remember. So what surprised you about yourself when you found that inner person that had been suppressed for so long? Well, when I was living with my trauma, I was always quiet, stayed to myself. I was an hermit. And the first time I really stood up for myself and set strict boundaries and said, no, that was so liberating because for the first time I heard myself, truly heard myself speaking from my heart. Well, telling them, no, I'm not going to do this. And it felt so good. It felt right. And it was almost as if my courage came to the surface. Right. And in that courage bubbling forward, there's something really amazing about it. Now you wrote a book that everyone can see running on the ticker underneath here, Journey to Yourself. And this is a three-part series. So share with us um, a little bit about what the book will do for the people who pick it up to read it. Okay. Well, Journey to Yourself, How to Heal from Trauma is book one of a trilogy. I currently work on book two. I hope to publish it later this year. And book one starts with my own journey. And I talk about what happened to me, but from a compassionate mindset. So you will see that I tell my story, but I also show that I understand who was at fault and who wasn't. So how my parents could only help me so far from their own traumatized mindset, for example. Then I move on into unraveling trauma because when we think about trauma, we think about the story, but it's not the story that is keeping us hostage. It's the emotions attached to the story, and that is the trauma. And so I demystify trauma. I pick it apart in all its little pieces so we can really understand what's actually happening when we're being triggered. I have exercises. I have room for notes. I have very unique healing modalities that can all help you in your healing journey. So with Journey to Yourself, How to Heal from Trauma, I wanted to create a guidebook written by someone who has been through it all and to help you on your healing journey. Yeah, within that journey and, and helping forward when someone has the understanding and experience, there, I think it's easy to build a trust with that because they're not saying um, <laughs> in, in the terms uh, one up, like, oh, you think your trauma was bad? Well, now you gotta listen to mine. No, mm -hmm. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> but no. it's like, oh, that trauma, I'm gonna sit with you because although I might not have understood everything that you walked through, we have a connection here mm -hmm. that we can support each other with. And that mm -hmm. is very different because then for the, maybe even for the first time, the other person um, finally has that voice, finally mm -hmm. can share, finally can 
overcome the emotions as they speak them, as they feel them, as they go through them and become strengthened more and more. And it, what's so interesting is that what you said in, in the beginning is they have the power within them the whole time. And it is the journey to self. And the other part of their world has been just combated with the negativity or it was your fault or however that voice. And, and in my world, I call it the shame shadow because as a shadow is always behind you, what we don't realize is as that shadow is continuously cast, we might be looking at the shadow, but really the only thing that can cast a shadow is light. So the light was always there. Mm -hmm. We just were focused on the shadow or the dark part or the heavy part or the trigger part or the emotion part over here. When really there's always been a focus, a pinpoint even of light on the other side. So as long as we remember, Oh, where am I facing? Are you kidding me? It's been there the whole time. Yep. The whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's tough to just um, believe. You have to kind of work and build up to it a little bit. So within helping um, these people, can anyone come to you? Have you worked with people of all ages, genders? How does that work? Well, usually my clientele is women between 30 and up. However, anyone who's ready to heal can work with me. Now, when someone has just been experienced trauma, I would suggest a different approach because I help people release their trauma. And when you've just experienced it, you need to learn to cope with it first. You need to get some distance to it because once you have some distance, you look at it from a different viewpoint and that's when I can help you. When you're still deep in trauma, it is, yes, I probably could, but I'm not trained for that and I respect my limits. I want to help you the best way I can. So if you have a little distance to your trauma, that's the perfect place to start working with me wonderfully said that's really wise um counsel because uh, this is kind of off but on the same topic many people will ask me or they will tell me i just left an abusive situation and now i want to share the story i want to write my book and i know deep down i say yes and then there's always a big but <laughs> because if if they can't go into the depths of their story and come back out still breathing, they're not ready. Right. Exactly. Doesn't mean they, they, they can absolutely start with the writing and getting things like that, but the true putting this together as an actual book, you've got to dive deep to come back up and surface and remember that it's still okay. So that's really wise counsel. I hope people really listened to that because I don't think Sandra is saying, oh, sorry, you have to wait now for a long time. Mm -hmm. But the coping skills to understand, I like how you said it needs distance. So that's really, really wise. So in the second part of this trilogy, what will the next part of the book 
kind of lead us to? Well, the next part is going to be called, well, journey to yourself, how to unbecome who you were taught to be. So in this book, I go into limiting beliefs, self-sabotaging behavior, unconscious fears. I go into social and generational conditioning. So what our parents taught us from their limiting mindsets and that's what we focus on. I focus on relationships because most relationships could be safe if people would only learn how to really talk to one another. So I bring that into the forefront, how to fix your relationship through deep, honest communication. Things like that. So we unravel this part, which is another form of trauma, not as intense as in the first book, but anything that dims your light comes from trauma. And so we unravel every aspect of it. Right. And in that unraveling, the light becomes brighter and brighter. And as we share here in the Beacon of Light podcast, I believe that we're all made with light. And with that light, there is hope. And as we come together to help one another, I might I say it slightly differently. I don't feel like we are candles all together with one big blaze. I feel like as we approach someone else, we're actually a lens or a mirror. And as we come and support somebody's light, we're actually helped to their light further than they thought before. And so that is something really interesting to think about because as the trauma gets wound down and more light is able to expand again, that light is never darkened. It's just allowed to be amplified. And that is real power. It's really, really interesting, which of course makes me almost giggle and smile because I can't help it. There's just, it's such truth. And so Sandra, in helping people go through the journey to self and how to heal from trauma, there, there are really ways that can be so successful. So would you mind sharing one of those success stories with us this evening? Sure. Um, one of the modalities I use is called traumatic incident reduction which is the most amazing healing modality no one has ever heard of. <laughs> Even though it's been around since the 80s, it's evidence-based. So it is proven to work. And it helps to release even the most intense trigger and PTSD. And I had a client who allowed me to share this part of her story. We were working on a very intense trauma that happened in college. It was sexual abuse by more than one man. And she developed severe PTSD from that. We worked through it with TIR. And then she went on vacation with her partner. Two weeks in, I'm getting an email saying, I have the most wonderful time being intimate with my partner. I haven't felt like this in years. So just by releasing this one trauma in like six sessions, she could enjoy being intimate with her partner again, instead of closing up. Wow. That is so beautiful. It is beautiful because there's such a fullness of life when you can express all of the wholeness of life. Yeah. And there are pieces of it, and it successfully within six meetings together, 
gaining that back um what's the word i want to say more rapidly than maybe she thought possible mm -hmm. i because i think i think many of us believe that healing is possible but maybe we feel like healing is so far away we'll we hope to get there but i don't know if we'll really really mm -hmm. ever get there but we're on the journey towards it no there's real hope where you can actually get this and then post and and beyond but mm -hmm. i love what you said at the beginning it's a choice exactly choice. and that choice can be terrifying i always joke with my clients in the beginning and say, I want to work as little time as possible with you because you have a life to live. Right. And finding what they live or what they like, and what they enjoy. And maybe they discover the hobby that they wondered about. Or never knew it was there. I have an interesting friend who, who um, who's become an artist and who does art through a digital platform in a way that as she started, it was to help cope with anxiety and challenges within her life. And through that, and just listening and practicing this art form, now people are seeing her picture saying, could, could I have a print of that? And she thinks, mm -hmm. I, I never knew what was here until we, we started. So an, another unravel, right? Mm -hmm. And suddenly a, a gift now that can bless so many other people. Yeah. And, and that's, that's really the way. So Sandra, what would you like to uh, share as the, as we kind of come to a close on this speaking of like podcast this evening, something that would be impactful for the audience to remember or something that you just want to share with them this evening? Well, what I would like to share is that trauma is not a life sentence. You can heal quickly. I mean, you don't have to work for years to get a little bit ahead. You can have this done within six months to a year. And then you can start exploring who you are, releasing your limiting beliefs, moving forward in life and enjoying it, building a life of your dreams. And I've done that for myself and it's an incredible life. And if I can do it, so can you, I'm no one special. Wonderfully said. I think that gives us that point of connection where it doesn't need to be grand, but it does take the work. It doesn't need to be long and drawn out. It can be resolved. Doesn't that give everyone hope out there? I feel that that really this light and opportunity for more healing is really possible. And so I hope you um, go out and pick up her book. I think it is absolutely beautifully said, like our Facebook um, team has been here this evening. So thank you so much. And I do believe that the idea that we that we have the power within us, if as long as we choose to keep going, use the guide, use a faith, use a direction that can become a way to open and live that life and allow your light to continue to shine forward is really an amazing thing. So thank you so much, Sandra. Again, 
let's um, put this up here, Journey to Yourself. And the first book is available right now on Amazon. Other places, Sandra, where else can you find this? Well, you can find it at Barnes & Noble. You can go to my website if you would like a signed copy and order it through there. I'm still working on getting it in bookstores in Canada. It's still a journey. But I'm stubborn. I'm not giving up. <laughs> yeah, don't quit on that. <laughs> don't quit on that. Wonderfully said. Thank you, everybody. So please go out and support her and grab this today because our life is just a moment. So don't waste any more time. Thank you, Sandra. Thank we'll you. see you, everybody. Yeah. You're welcome. Bye-bye, everyone.